everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Every day, every day, every day. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, we are uh, live. We're just trying to get uh, live on uh, Facebook as well. We're uh, live here on the YouTubes. Uh, we're live on the YouTubes. Uh, we're live on the internets, the intranets. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are live on Facebook Live. And let me get to a proper... There, so did I... There's only one... There's only one angle where I look uh, truly handsome. Uh, and that ain't it. It's, uh, and it's an angle that no longer exists. All right, enough of angles. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all persuasions, welcome to Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. I am the aforementioned Tony Visick. We come to you every day, every day, every day, every day at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You know, someone pointed out to me, it's actually Pacific Time right now because we don't do the Daylight Savings Time. So we're on the same time as all the uh, Pacific Mountain Time people are. Pacific Time, whatever the hell it's called. Pacific Mountain. Because uh, they're talking about the Pacific Ocean. They're not talking about the mountains inside the Pacific Ocean, I don't think. Um, anyway, um, you know what? It's 2 o'clock in Arizona. How's that sound? You do the math. You know what? Two o'clock in Arizona, you do the math. I used to have bosses that talk like that. You know what? You're supposed to be here at nine. It's 9.05. You do the math. And I go, well, it's five minutes later and I'm supposed to be here. Uh-huh. What's that tell you? It tells me that I'm here five minutes later. Yeah. All right. All right. You know what? I'm going to dock your pay. So you're going to take uh, at $1.60 an hour. You're going to figure out what that works out to a minute and dock me five minutes. I don't know how I'll fucking live. Uh, <laughs> and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, I work for myself. You know what today is? I'm going to tell you what today is, Tina, Mike Lawson, and Kevin Brown. Today is officially with the show on Facebook Live, YouTube, Comedy Schools channel, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. It is show 100. Yay! This is the 100th time that we have come to you on all three portals. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. You do the math. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, we've done a couple shows where it was just Facebook Live for various uh, reasons uh, that um, are not too complicated, but too boring to go into right now. So we've done maybe two that were just Facebook Live, and we missed one day, a Sunday. So, but officially, this is the official 100th day. We've been doing this almost pretty much since uh, Governor Ducey. Governor Ducey, ain't he a Ducey? Uh, Governor Ducey's um, proclamation of a stay-at-home order in the middle of March. So uh, a songwriter from Texas, whom I've never met personally, have now spoken on the phone with once, but uh, we have conversed back and forth on social media, and I greatly admire by the name of Jim Lacey, said, you should do this every day. People uh, will listen to you. And um, yes, people will listen to me. Not a whole lot of people, but people. Okay, and I always, uh, I always take that into consideration whenever I say anything that I hope that I say something that is uh, truthful and I hope that I say something that is beneficial. And sometimes beneficial just by being so damn goofy that uh, it, makes, it makes you laugh. Uh, Kevin Brown says, congratulations, Seymour. No, that's not a name. That's Seymour. 
Sounds about right. With the last show at Stir Crazy, twice repeating history, boom. That's right. We did a show March 15th, 2020 at a place called Stir Crazy in Glendale, Arizona, not California. I always say California. Uh, and we were the last we were the last comedy show in the city for like 30 to 60 days. Then things started reopening. Things were looking good. Things were looking so good. We had scheduled a show. We did it last Sunday night, which was, uh, what was that? It was June 28th, June 28th. And then we were the last show at Stir Crazy, and they've now taken another month off. So I don't know if we are uh, harbingers, if we, uh, if, we, if we read the tea leaves and, and know the right time to move forward, or if, we, if I'm the typhoid Mary, I don't know yet. Uh, we have another show scheduled there in August, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll begin to get a handle on this whole thing. Um, people have been giving me a hard time about wearing masks. There's the anti-maskers. There's the anti-vaxxers, the anti-maskers. So just let me give you my real two quick things. When it comes to vaccines, and I've said this before and I posted, people go, will you take the vaccine? I go, I used to shoot up. I used to shoot dope I bought from a guy named Ray Ray in a trailer park. So if I used to... If I used to shoot dope that I bought from a guy named Ray Ray in a trailer park, I'm not going to be too worried about what's in a vaccine. And that's when I was a kid. Okay. By the way, I'm not condoning shooting dope or buying dope from uh, anybody in a trailer park or anybody named Ray Ray. Okay. Or even, you know, even with a single Ray. You know, if you go to a trailer park and the guy go, what's your name? You go, Ray. You go, well, it's okay. Your name's not Ray Ray. That's not how it works. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I will take the vaccine. And then as far as masks go, I don't know how masks became politicized. I really don't. Um, I wear one to protect you in case I'm asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic. That's why I wear one. And for the even minuscule chance that it helps reduce any virus coming towards me. All right. And even if it's minuscule, why not? What is the big deal with wearing a mask at Walmart? Christ. You dress like crap at Walmart. People go to Walmart in their underwear. People don't care about the way they look outside, so why would you worry about wearing a mask? And here's my latest saying, and hopefully you'll like it. Okay, my latest saying is this, okay? I wear a mask because covering my nose ain't no skin off my nose. Boom! There's your slogan. I wear a mask because covering my nose ain't no skin off my nose. I don't see the harm. I don't see the harm. And for a lot of my friends that are uh, out there in the country, you know, and I grew up out in the country. I grew up out there in Jefferson County, and there's some great people from Jefferson County. Some of them are watching right now. But I grew up there. Uh, some of you, uh, your dental work, a mask is an improvement. Uh, I need to get to a dentist soon myself, but I don't need to uh, get into that <coughs> as soon as it's uh, safe. Uh, what do we got coming up this week for you? We're kind of taking, first off, uh, happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day. However you celebrate, please uh, celebrate safely. Please celebrate, uh, but celebrate, okay? I mean, I might just uh, fire off a, a little sparkler and run around the backyard with it. I will barbecue. That's why uh, I always, uh, holidays come up. Look, as Americans, what is a holiday? No matter what the holiday was for, you know, Labor Day was to celebrate workers, you know, Memorial Day for our brave soldiers who um, uh, lost their lives in battle, right? Fourth of July, our independence from um, uh, imperial rule by England, 
and we celebrate uh, all of them the same way by barbecuing. The only day that we don't celebrate, the only ways we don't celebrate by barbecuing, the only holidays are Christmas and New Year's. Christmas, we celebrate by sinking ourselves into debt, buying people stuff they really don't need. That's how we celebrate Christmas, the birth of Jesus. We celebrate it by going, I wonder if he would like this snow globe that has a picture of a monkey laughing. By the way, if you find that snow globe, I want it. I want it. I want it. Uh, we celebrate New Year's Day by being hungover. Uh, Paul Whitney says, can we please have a video of Uncle Tony running around the backyard with a sparkler? Damn it, Paul. If I do it, you're getting it. Now, I don't have any. Do we have any sparklers? All right. Okay. All right. Everybody watching and listening right now. My promise to you, my dedication to you is that on 4th of July, I'm going to run around my backyard with a sparkler. Okay. And I might wear a funny hat. Okay. And, and I have funny hats. Um, and uh, I'm going to have uh, my wife, the talented producer of this show, Shirley Lovisic, video it. And I'll put up a video of me with my little sparkler. And then I got to jump in the pool. And I will then jump in the pool with the sparkler. And I'll go, happy 4th of July. Uh, that's why I'm all for uh, Juneteenth being a national holiday, by the way. I think it's important that we recognize uh, the end of slavery in the United States. I think that's an incredibly important day to commemorate. And also, I want an extra day to barbecue. Okay? So, uh there you have it. Although, I'll be honest with you, like, I'm going to barbecue tomorrow, and it's not even a holiday. But for me, barbecuing is like drinking, ladies and gentlemen. When I used to drink, uh, and I stopped in March of 1985, and if you're drunk right now, that's your business, fine. Uh, but I stopped. But when I used to drink, I actually had a calendar of holidays around the world. So I'd be drunk. People go, why are you so drunk? I'm celebrating the uh, end of the Crimean War on this date. In the 18, blah, 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 the career, and I had it. So now I'm going to get a calendar of every holiday around the world. So whenever I barbecue, I'm commemorating a holiday. Barbecue, by the way, barbecuing is good for the body, good for the mind, good for the soul. It's meditative, okay? It lowers blood pressure, okay? And it uh, removes a waxy buildup on your kitchen floor. I will be doing it 4th of July along with running around with a backer with a sparkler, and we're going to take it uh, and send it because Paul Whitney... Paul Whitney axed for it. All right. Um, so what we got going on this week? What do you got going on? Tonight begins our advanced class stand-up comedy workshops at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. If you've ever been in our classes and are currently not in our classes but want to re-enroll, please write me, Tony Visig at ComedySchools at Hotmail.com and, uh, or go to ComedySchools.com. I'm sorry. Go to ComedySchools.com and click the, uh, uh, the link uh, to join the advanced class Pay and register, and you will get your Zoom code tonight. If you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy and never done it before, now's a great time to start, and a great way to learn is on Zoom. A great way to learn is through social media. Less distractions, more focus. You learn both. How, you learn how to write, rehearse, and perform stand-up comedy, and you learn how to work effectively on camera. Uh, that starts Thursday night at 6 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time, Arizona time. Uh, once again, go to ComedySchools.com. Click the link. For the beginning class, pay and register, and you'll get your Zoom code. Okay. So, what are we going to talk about today? What do I got to show you today? I'm going to show you something here. Uh, 
let's see. Where Tina Mike Lawson says, with the temperature in Arizona, just lay meat on the grill and cook it. You know, um, it's kind of nice today. I mean, at 10 a.m., I was walking the dog. But Tina and my, uh, Mike Lawson from uh, Jefferson County, where I grew up, House Springs, where I grew up, uh, you know how hot it can get there with the humidity. This is true. As a young guy, when I'd be going out at bars and stuff in my, uh, well, my teens, even though I wasn't supposed to, and in my 20s, uh, the humidity was, and a lot of times you're going down near the Mississippi River where all the nightclubs had kind of uh, popped up in the uh, mid and late 70s. Um, it would get so hot and so humid, your face would sweat. <clears throat> and I used to get Pond's uh, cream antiperspirant and actually put it on my cheeks so that and my forehead so sweat wasn't pouring off my face while well, I was uh, buying some gal a uh, frosty cold uh, bush beer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, I said wait. Bob Rocky said you said wait. I like that. Bob Rocky lays in wait waiting for people to make mistakes where if Bob Rocky would just count his own mistakes. Um, he'd have to learn. Uh, he'd have to take off. He'd have to use both his hands and his counting foot. Uh, Glenn Vroman says, come on, the drinking age was 12 back then. I don't know if the drinking age was 12 back then, but I was drinking when I was 12. By the way, that's the way it works. If you drink when you're 12, you can't when you're uh, 30. Uh, but if you wait till you're 30, you can drink till you're 60. But um, I started young and I ended young. And I have no regrets. We do not regret the past. Speaking of the past, what do we got here? Look at this. This is a pair. I don't know if I can get them on because everything I get on. There you go. Of Ray-Ban Wayfair sunglasses. This is Ray-Ban Wayfair sunglasses. This was, this was at one time the standard of cool for sunglasses. They kind of replaced aviators in the 70s and became the cool sunglasses to wear for everyone. Uh, they were made famous, of course, by Tom Cruise and Risky Business and by none other than Mr. Jack Nicholson himself, who wore them everywhere uh, he was. And the only time we ever saw Jack when he was in a movie was at a Lakers game. But if Jack was out in public, he was wearing Wayfarers. Jack was the epitome of cool, the man with the killer smile. And this became the symbol of a cool accessory you must have. Now, they're out of style. Now, if you look back and someone's wearing them, you might go, oh, that looks a little silly now because this is a, or even if you go back and look at people wearing aviators or foster grants, you go, well, that looks a little silly because styles change. Attitudes change. Language changes. Adjustments are made. And oftentimes when we look back in the past, what was super cool, which was, was accepted, now becomes silly or useless or sometimes even offensive to a new generation. So before, and you know, I don't have too many woke people that watch this. I'm a liberal, but I don't have too many illiberal or woke people. But anybody on the left or the right or anywhere, before we begin to attack people for attitudes or behaviors from 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's important to look and see if those were the accepted behaviors of the time. And then look at the individual and go, would that individual still hold on to those attitudes now? 
I think that's important to do because right now, what they're calling a reckoning, people are digging through people's stuff and going, you know, in 1989, you said this. You know, in 1975, uh, you put your hands on a girl's breast. She said, quit. And then you took it off her breast. But then five minutes later, you put it back on there. And then she had to say, quit again. And you quit. But uh, you should have quit the first time. We got to stop eating each other alive. We got to stop eating each other alive. By the way, if I wasn't wearing regular glasses now, because I wear regular glasses, okay, I would still be wearing my Ray-Bans because, baby, to me, that's the epitome of cool. All right? So at one time, Ray-Bans, all this would, all this would look at my, one time, the, uh, my hair, by the way, which is long and rather stringy, but in a ponytail, was what uh, a liberal or a leftist or a hippie or a progressive, how they would wear their hair and conservatives hated it. Now, conservatives wear their hair that way and hate some other hairstyle. Things change over time. At one time, you could not find anybody who was from center left all the way to communist who would say, who would say one bad word about a labor union. Now... You have progressive attacking the police unions. I'm not saying right. I'm not saying wrong. What I'm saying is you always need to be check. We, me, we always need to be checking our own thinking, checking our own thinking. When I was a kid, if my dad played Frank Sinatra music, I would go through the roof. Oh, my God. How can you play that? Why can't I listen to Steppenwolf? Please. Now, I love Frank Sinatra and still occasionally listen to Steppenwolf. Okay? Uh, Bob Rocky says, Ray-Bans are popular on Fire Island, I heard. Uh, Bob, you hadn't heard. You know because sometimes in uh, uh, a public restroom at a uh, rest stop in Blythe, you hang up a little a sign that says Fire Island West. And sit out there going, who wants a cookie? Come on in. I got cookies. That's how you know, Bob. Oftentimes wearing nothing but a Speedo and Ray-Bans. All right? You want to fuck with me? I'll fuck back. All right. So, uh, 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 uh. All right. So tonight, our advanced class begins. If you're planning on being in a class and you haven't uh, signed up yet, please do. We're going to start at 6. Tomorrow, our beginning workshop starts. If you're planning on being in that class and you haven't signed up yet, please do. Let's get to the music on day 100. On day 100, I got music that isn't quite 100 years old, but old. And once again, talking about how attitudes, ideas, adjustments, uh, uh, what we like, what we don't like, what we think is good, and what we don't think is good changes over time. Here, ladies and gentlemen, Swing Era, 1941-42. This is a big box of uh, albums. I'm pretty sure it's albums. Make sure it's not CDs. Yeah. Yeah, albums, okay, that uh, are from the Swing Era. When swing music was the hot music, as hot as rap music is today, as hot as rock was, as hot as rock and roll was at one time. And on here, we have Glenn Miller doing Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree. Uh, Tommy Dorsey doing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Uh, Count Basie doing the Basie Boogie. Um, let's see what else we got on here. It's really, really cool. Benny Goodman uh, version of uh, The Man I Love. One day he'll come along, the man I love. That's what Bob sings in the shower. Um, what else we got here? We got a Chattanooga Choo Choo by Glenn Miller. 
Those are the biggies to me. So um, if you are looking for something new and different to listen to, or if you're just looking for something different to listen to, you got to remember that swing music, Benny Goodman, Glenn Miller, Tommy Darcy were as popular as any band or singer you could think of now. They were as popular, Benny Goodman, Tommy Darcy, Glenn Miller in the 40s were as popular as any music, any, any artist, is, is Celine Dion, you know her name, right? Okay, um, whoever, whoever, anybody who you can think of who you immediately know their name, these guys were just as big. This was the music that parents hated. Swing music was hated by the parents of teenagers who listened to it. It was a whole different style of music. It was the kind of music that when the band started playing it, you could not help get up and dance to. It made bodies move. And in a country that had just come out of a few short years before, World War I, a recession, and a pandemic. People were pretty conser- conservative and uptight, okay, until the 20s when they started up with jazz. But even then, people were fighting it. But people who had been adults and gone through that didn't want their kids jumping up and moving around, touching each other and dancing. So uh, if I was going to tell you to listen to anything off of this album, of all four, I YouTube Basie Boogie by Count Basie. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would go with The Man I Love, but it's, it's kind of slow. It won't really grab you the way it should. Our uh, Chattanooga Choo Choo, which is just fun. Okay? So uh, that's our recommendation for today from the 40s, ladies and gentlemen, when Champ de Blasio and I were young men. Hello, Champ. Um, that is our recommendation on that uh, Basie Boogie. And then listen to more Count Basie, and you go, God damn, that's good. And then, um, I think I already did that guy. Uh, you know what? It's, it's white day 100, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. This is another great album. And, of course, you recognize who that is. It is Bob Dylan. This is Bob Dylan's biograph. And when this came out, this was a lot of previously unreleased uh, versions uh, and some uh, released. Okay, but there were a lot of things on here that were not... Uh, had not been previously released by him. Uh, Percy sung. Uh, Glenn Miller wants to know, do I have any Jimmy Rogers? As a matter of fact, yes, I do. Yes, I do, Glenn. I just don't have it out today. you got to watch every day, every day, every day, every day, in order to see uh, what I'm going to recommend for you next. People ask me, why don't I play it? We don't have music rights. But if you want to hear a great tune, listen to Percy's song by Bob Dylan. Bad news, bad news came to me. Where I lie. Turn, turn, turn again. I'm doing a horrible uh, uh, rendition of it, but uh, it was released by Joan Baez and never released by Bob Dylan until it was released on Biograph. It's a beautiful melody, okay, that'll grab you. And it's a heartbreaking rendition of someone going before a judge and asking leniency for their friend, a good man, a decent man, a kind man, who had too much to drink one night and killed someone in a drunk driving accident. Think about that for a second. Bob Dylan, who wrote The Times They Are A-Changing, okay, which became the anthem for the civil rights movement in the 60s. Bob Dylan embraced and loved by everybody who wanted change in America and was the bard uh, whose songs uh, people sang and marched to, including Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, and many others. 
wrote a song about asking for lenience for someone who'd killed someone in a drunk driving accident because it was the only mistake the human being had ever made. A big one, not one you shouldn't have to pay for, but the person had gotten 99 years. What else was unreleased on here too? Uh, uh, an unreleased version of uh, Live Joanna. Uh, uh, Quinn the Eskimo, which a lot of you know from Manford Man. When Quinn the Eskimo gets here, that's a Bob Dylan tune. We got an unreleased version here from 1967. Uh, You're a big girl now. Beautiful love story. Unreleased. An unreleased live version from 1966 of It's All Over Now. Uh, Baby Blue. Uh, Let me see what else here I would really. And of course, uh, his great version of Knocking on Heaven's Door, which he wrote. Let me see what else is on here. Romance and Durango, a live version. So on this album, we got a mix of Bob Dylan's songs that had previously been released and unreleased uh, albums. And all the songs written and performed by Bob Dylan with the exception of Baby Let Me Follow You Down. And there's uh, dozens of great shows, uh, great uh, songs on here. So if you want to listen to something that will grab you, something you go, oh, wow. Oh, wow. When you got time, when you really got time to listen, I want you to YouTube Bob Dylan's Percy song, sometimes called Dink song, Percy song. There's also a version by Joan Baez, and that woman could sing like a bird. And um, you will enjoy yourself. If you have ears, you will enjoy it. So we're going to listen to Basie's Boogie, we're going to listen to Chattanooga Choo Choo, we're going to listen to Percy's song. That's what we're recommending to you today. Here's what else we're recommending to you. We're recommending you come back tomorrow at 2 p.m. when I'm back here with more stuff and uh, more music recommendations. We're also recommending that um, uh, you use restraint of pen and tongue before you go attacking people for something they may have done uh, in the past. Uh, We're also recommending uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses because we think they're still cool. And we're recommending that tomorrow night... You come into our beginning stand-up comedy workshop. Uh, It's very affordable. Go to comedyschools.com. You'll see how to pay and register. Otherwise than that, I'm off like a thundering herd of turtles. You've been watching Living on a Thin Line with Tony Vizek, and now it's time to say bye-bye.